<laughs> Freedom of speech, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Something for the kids. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Beardo and Chitwood show, also known as, uh, I believe it's also known as Uppy and the Stash. Have you heard have that before, no Chitwood? I have no idea what that what you're talking about. But yeah. this Beardo and Chitty show sounds pretty good. I've I've heard that's the shit right there. Yeah. No. It's the chit. The chit. <laughs> oh, this is already going off the rails. So tonight it looks like it's just you and me. And <laughs> so we've got some football, we got a couple other topics. Everyone else, I guess, is on vacation. Must that be what nice. I'm guessing. Must be nice, mid-October, and just being able to travel the world. Um, and by world, we, you know, the world of the mouse. A um, small world? It's yeah, a small, a small world. world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should tell that story. I don't think we've ever told that story. Let's tell that story tonight. Yeah, for sure. Small world. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, but before we get there, let's talk about before. Where, where yeah. were we drinking? What are you drinking over there? Well, tonight I have um, kind of doubled back to one of my favorites. It's definitely a um, it's a pillar in my drinking repertoire. And so tonight we're going with some high quality, fresh, crisp H two O. Yeah, I think that should be it should be a, a staple in most pe- in most people's uh, drinking you know, repertoires, but I highly suggest it. Yeah. Something I would suggest that might be a little bit better than yours. Um, is this Mm -hmm. high quality mango cart from golden road that would should also be in everybody's, um, you know, drinking repertoire Mm -hmm. Uh, smooth. It's crisp. It's something that would be nice on a hot summer day, but don't try spicy mango cart. Not good. That's what I hear. I hear it's not very good. Yeah. Which one did I have? I think I had pineapple cart, and I wasn't a huge fan of that one either. But yeah, but we got some good stories. About, we got some good stories about a uh, small world, though. And for the viewers at home, um, our traditional host Abby is off taking the kiddos to to. The, to see the mouse, and by nature of that, you know a small world has been ridden at least once. At least once, yep. It has to be ridden at least once. Hey, do you think they got any free churro on no, the small world? They did not. Uh, only if they asked for Tom. Yeah, you have to find Tom and ask for the free churro. So but, do you want to go ahead and tell that story? Yeah, so uh, Beardo and, and Chitty had the pleasure of uh, chaperoning a a trip to Disneyland. And, you know, we like to uh, have fun and not just, you know, mope around all day because, you know, contrary to popular belief, sometimes teaching is fun. Um, and we decided to mess with the kids by telling them that they, you know, could get a free churro um, at the end of... Uh, a small world because you know who doesn't want to ride a small world um, every time they go um, and waste 20 minutes of their life 
Uh, so we had students go on Small World, and naturally, they did not get their churro. Well, being the forward-thinking people we are, we said, well, did you ask for Tom at the end? Because he's standing there with the churros. It's a one-time deal only today, for like the next like hour. So uh, we then have, you know, groups of students send, going off and rewriting Small World over again. And then they get off asking for Tom only to find out there's no Tom. But then they start asking other people, other cast members for Tom around Small World. And the only reason we know this is because we went to um, find an actual Tom ourselves to, you know, provide some proof for the kids with our churros that we had just purchased. We, we even took a picture uh, before that to prove it to the kids. And then they called us out. So we had to find Tom. Well, we asked the wrong cast member at the wrong time because he broke character while he was changing the garbage cans and was like, oh my gosh, why does everybody keep asking me where Tom is? Is this like a scavenger or something? And it was, he, he was just not having a good our joke, no, he was, our, he joke was not happy. our joke with the students definitely translated over into somebody's real life, um, which we mildly felt bad about for a second. But then um, we quickly got over that and actually found a TC and we tried to play it off so that the glare uh, on the name tag, um, you know, kind of covered off. Like it looked like it could have been Tom and we sent that picture off. But only to find out after that, the guy's real name is Tom. TC standing for Tom Collins. So uh, there was a Tom. No churros. But we got an hour and a half of free entertainment by watching kids trying to get free churros. Well, you left out one of my favorite parts of that story. And that is when we got the churros and we were taking the picture in front of Small World, we asked this older couple, they were probably in their late 50s, early 60s. We're like, hey, can you take a picture of us in front of Small World holding our churros? And the wife goes, sure, but I'm not even going to ask why. And the husband says, Oh, I'll ask why. And so we told him, gave him the whole story. And uh, he's like, oh, dude, that's awesome. I think he even said that he had a daughter who taught and would do the same kind of thing. And so when we, you and I broke from our other friends and we were looking for Tom by ourselves, uh, we had gone into Toontown and we had run into a couple of groups of our kids and we're like, hey, did you guys ride for, uh, Small World? Did you get your free churros? They're like, no, that's not real. And the guy comes over and he's like, hey, did you dudes get those from those churros from Tom? We're like, yeah, we did. And he's like, oh, Tom's the best. And those kids took off for star, uh, small world. <laughs> that old man was probably the coolest old man I've met in the, you know, up until that point. Because without batting an eyelash, he was, he, he was like, I'm getting a part of this and I want to see it happen. Um, and we didn't even say anything to him. He just came up. No, no, there was no plan with him. No, nothing. It was all organic. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So my, yeah, I have a foreseeable trip to Disney coming up soon, uh, but I probably, I'm, 
we'll see if I can wiggle something in on grad night, but I'm not sure if that will be the time and place that it will actually be able to be. Um, but yeah. perhaps over the summer, my subsequent trip to Disney. We'll see. Right. But it was good, good times. Uh, so what are our topics tonight? What are we talking about? Well, I mean, it is football season, so we got to throw our picks out there. Um, so we'll do that. I think we have most everyone else's picks except Stash's. I think Stash is going to go 0 and 5 again this week. Bummer, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, man. He's really not phoning his picks in right now. Well, you know, it is the name of the game. You got to pick them to win them. You got to pick them to win. And if you don't pick them, you're not going <laughs> to win. win. I mean, I pick them and I still don't win. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> um let's go ahead and go with um well let's just go ahead and start with the picks for this week um first game up is eagles at panthers so what are you thinking on that one chitwood um no christian McCaffrey this week again um you know the the I keep on waiting for Robbie Anderson to, to break out. I even traded for him. I traded DJ Moore, who's been killing it this year. Um, but I got a pretty good return on him. So I keep on, you know, having faith in this wide receiver core for Carolina. Eagles are, are good, but I'm going to go Carolina uh, tomorrow just because I think that's going to go against the grain as well. Um, Carolina is giving three. Um, and... The weather looks beautiful tomorrow. It's 79 degrees. So I think it's going to be an aired out game. I think Robbie Anderson has a get right game. I'm going to go 20 to 17 Carolina. Okay. I think that's pretty solid. And I think you even stole my score, but that's okay. Um, I think I kind of jumped on the Panthers bandwagon last week. I think they're, I think they're better than I thought they would. And I always feel like the Eagles underperform anyways. So when you think they should win games, they lose games. So I'm going to pick the Panthers on this one and we'll go ahead and make it 24, 10 Carolina. <clears throat> now for all of our co-hosts who are not here, uh, up picks Panthers, 24 Eagles, 16. Dirty Dan picks Panthers 28-17. And Dodger picks the Eagles 24-20. So we got one Eagles pick this week. Dodger, East Coast bias. East Coast bias, absolutely. So, and then Stash's pick? Nothing. Nothing. Well, no. it would be 21-20, but... Um, he can't even do that. Twenty-one twenty-four. Can't send that text. Yeah. Yep. All right. So next game is Bears at Raiders. This is your team. So why don't you go ahead and tell us why the Raiders are going to win and by how much? Yeah, the Raiders are definitely going to win. Um, <laughs> this is. I I'm not sure how many times Khalil Mack has played against the Raiders since he got traded. Um. I don't imagine this is the only time, but it's possible. Um, mm -hmm. So that, that might be interesting. Um, 
storyline tomorrow if that's if this is the first time he's played back against Oakland technically against Vegas technically since leaving Oakland. Uh so I do think that the I do think that the Raiders are going to win. I think it's going to be a bit closer than I think people are projecting, but I still think it's going to be like 28 like 17 Raiders. Yeah, and I unfortunately am starting to believe a little bit in the Raiders. I hate the Raiders so much. Um, <laughs> and so I think that's just because as a kid growing up and being a 49ers fan when everyone else was a Raiders fan and everyone just being so horrible about being Raiders fans. Raiders fans are the worst. I've never met a Raiders fan that I like. They're pretty bad. Uh, I'll tell you. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Um, however, I do believe the Raiders are better than I would like them to be. So we'll go Raiders. I don't know. 23-20. All right. So then we go down to Uppy. Uppy has Raiders 2017. Dirty Dan has Raiders 2013. And Dodger has the Raiders 28-17. So everyone's got some faith in the Raiders this week. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Next one, we've got Browns at Chargers. Oh, and neither one of these jerk holes are on this week. What is this? Uppy against the stash this week, and neither of them are on. It's literally this podcast. Yeah, literally this podcast. What losers. I think we need to officially take over the name. We are the Chitty and Beardo podcast. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, if they can't make it on to make their picks, we're rebranding. Right. Totally. It's time so, to order new mugs. <laughs> yep. New logo, everything. <laughs> Let's even change the colors. We're yeah. not blue and white anymore. Like we're pink and orange or something. Yeah, let's be pink and orange. There you go. Love it. All right. So I guess since this is uh, Uppy's team, let's go with Uppy's pick first. Uh, Uppy has the Browns over the Chargers, 24-20. I'm going to copy that and say ditto, 24-20. You can't pick the same score. You can't pick the same score. I'm forbidding it on the Chitty and Beardo show. 25-20. Browns. Who has ever scored 25 points? Watch out tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Three touchdowns and two safeties. (laughs) <laughs> all right um geez uh, i'm gonna take the chargers on this one 21 20 i think the browns just want to ruin up day so what is it that he calls that stadium he the factory is, the factory of sadness that's the one so i think the browns are going to definitely make him sad tomorrow so. Is he going to be driving back in a car too? That would be funny if he is. Uh, well, isn't he going to be at the game tomorrow? Oh, that's right. He probably will be at the game. Yeah. Duh. So he'll see the game. He'll be sad and then have to drive home. It's even worse. I think that's what he and said. That's though. like an eight hour drive. 
isn't he gonna go to the game and then drive home afterwards? I think that's what he said. He was uh, yeah, I don't think they're staying the night. So, yeah, yeah. What's Dirty Dan on the matter? Dirty Dan says Chargers thirty-one twenty-one, and then Dodger Stash. says. <laughs> Uh, Dodger says Chargers 33-24. Now, is Stash going to the game too? I don't know. I didn't actually ask for Uppy's plans on this trip. I didn't approve them. Well, Next time, though. We all know what Stash's score is going to be, though. 21-20. Nothing. He didn't pick. <laughs> Well, let's just sit for a second and let's see if we can hear him pick. Stash, can you hear us? If you can, make something move. Ring a bell. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. All right. I'm not going to lie, though. When we said that, my headphones died. (laughs) (laughs) So... All right. Well, where are you at with the Cardinals game? Uh, one second. Let me. That's your that's your 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 bread and butter team. All right. So, uh, the 49ers, they just I don't know aren't doing too hot, and I think the Cardinals are a very good team and are going to continue to be very good. And so, ugh. Cardinals twenty four twenty one. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals though. Different score forty two to ten. Ooh, yeah, that's that's hurtful. I'm sorry, but I think it's gonna happen. Mm. All right. Well, uh, Uppy has Cardinals thirty four twenty four. Dirty Dan has the Forty Niners twenty one twenty. And Dodger has the Cardinals 34-20. All right. And it looks like we have a bonus game picking this week because the Eagles are going to have a super short week playing on Thursday night football, which will be before the next time we record. So, um, Buccaneers at Eagles. Who are you taking on this one, Chitty? I'm going to go Bucks. Tom Brady comes in, you know, I'm going to guess he's got a winning record against Philly. Not sure how many times he's probably faced Philly, but he's probably got a winning record against them. Um, right. You know, I, I think it's, I, I, it's hard to project what's going to happen next week. Cause I haven't seen what's going to happen. This, what will happen this week. But if I did just go straight off the right off the lot money line, Tampa Bay is giving up six and a half. The over and under is at 53. I'm going to put it at 30, 30, 30 to, ooh, I like that. 30 to 23. Okay. All right. Well, and I think this is going to be a a double loss week for the Eagles as well. So I think uh, Buccaneers probably, let's go 35. 17 bucks. 3517. Yeah, 3517. Um Uppy has 
Bucks 27, Eagles 20. Dirty Dan has Bucks 35, Eagles 24. And Dodger has Bucks 31, Eagles 13. No faith. Yeah. All right. And uh, let's hear Stash's pick now. Stash, what's your pick? Oh, that's right. It's nothing. Looks like another loss. And we're giving Stash a hard time. He does have until 9.59 tomorrow to send his picks to the group chat. But um, if he doesn't get it in, oh for 5. Oh for 5. Which would count for oh for 10 over the last three weeks, not counting his picks from last week. So, Which means his that. record would still probably be better than mine. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that is that is our picks for this this week and part of coming up next week's. Um, right. And we are we are at a short show, but you know, before we sign off tonight, I think we you know we could we could spice up a little bit. Let's have an outro, quick discussion topic. Let's talk about sure. your favorite video game system. Ooh, that's hard. I'm looking at my entertainment center right now, sitting in front of me. I've got my PS4, my PS2, my original Nintendo Entertainment System, a Nintendo Switch, an Xbox One, and an R2-D2 edition Xbox 360. Wow. So, um, to say I like video games is an understatement. Um, My favorite system... I'm going to go with the Xbox 360. Um, It's probably the one that I've had the longest and play the most consistently. Um, And the R2-D2 one is just cool. It looks like R2-D2. It makes the R2-D2 sounds when you open up the tray. Um, The controller that it came with was a gold C-3PO controller. Pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. I love it. So I'm going to say that's my favorite system. Um, yeah, no, I think I think you're on the right track there, but I've always been a PlayStation person. Um, that's really the only thing I've grown up with. But I think that the generation of Xbox 360 and PlayStation 2 having coming out around the same time, if not exactly the same time, um, launched, you know, where we're at now of this, you know, console war. Because those were the, the two game breaking, you know, consoles. You know, I remember, yeah. you know, things like um, just the graphics between, you know, going from PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2 was like, what is this? Um, right. And don't get me wrong. I love me some PlayStation 1. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, you know, that, you know, a lot of the PlayStation 1 games give me, you know, the blockbuster on Friday rental games, have them back by Monday after the weekend's over vibe. Um, and there's a lot of nostalgia there but i think that playstation 2 is just a great great console so many good games and just took it to the next level all right and bringing up the playstation 1 i my mother-in-law does estate sales and when she gets video game stuff she gives them to me to sell and she had had a playstation 1 with tony hawk pro skater 1 in it not even the didn't even have the case. It was just the game and the console and two controllers. Uh, and I sold the thing for two hundred bucks. It all worked, and I just sold it. 
guy's like, wow. oh, awesome. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. You can have it. I so. think I have to give an honorable mention to, and it's what worth worthy of more than that, but the N64, just like the games that, that you were able to play on the N64 is just, you know, it, they were, I, I was able to flip an N64 and somebody was giving it away for free. Um, and I'm still pretty angry about that. You didn't give I me sold it for like 250. I would have bought it, not for that much, but I would have bought it. So, you know, I think, I think there, there's definitely consoles out there that are timeless you know, I don't think, you know, as game-breaking as the Sega Gen- Genesis was way before my time, nobody's playing Sega Genesis anymore. But if somebody find, stumbles across a N64 in their closet, you know they're at least busting it out and figuring out how they can, you know, adapt it to their 80-inch screen where, you know, we were all playing the <laughs> games on that on an 8-inch screen when it first came out. Right. Yeah. And so I, I think you're pretty right about PlayStation 2 and the Xbox 360 being the bridge to where we are now. But PlayStation 2 is a little bit older of a system than an Xbox 360. And you can really see it in the hookups with the PlayStation 2. It's still the composite hookups in the back of the TV. Whereas the Xbox 360 is the HDMI and it has the wireless controllers where PS2 is still wired but I think I could be I could be wrong, but I think PS2 had like a composite um to HDMI that you could have bought. Um I think they had an adapter that you can get an adapter now for sure. I think they had one though. I feel like they there was something that they that they had, but um but if they didn't, regardless, it was still freaking such a great game game console. Right. Yeah, I just, I mean, this PlayStation 2 that I have, I just bought about a month ago because I wanted a PlayStation 2 again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's fun. It's great. What's your worst console before we head out tonight? Uh, I'm going to go with Sega Genesis because I was a Nintendo kid. So I had Nintendo, I had a Super Nintendo, I had a Nintendo 64. Um, so when Sega Genesis came out, it was like the main rival to the Nintendo lineup. And so um, I rarely ever played it. And kids who wanted a Sega Genesis, I'm like, oh, you're so lame. And now all of the old Sega properties are coming out on Nintendo. I think Nintendo might even own Sega now. Yeah, uh, I would say, uh, you know, I never really had it. That wasn't my generation, but maybe it might be very similar. The the GameCube, I, there was why would anybody you know? They made six inch or like super tiny CDs. Why? Yep. Why? You know, I'm sure they saved a lot of money in the making, but it's like it was almost like by the time they came out with GameCube, they were too late to what Xbox and PlayStation were doing. And right. It just looks stupid. Right. Hey, sit right there. I'm gonna go grab something and show it to you. Um, video games they're very cool this break in and your scheduled programming um was been brought to you by um idiotville idiotville has uh, been a longtime sponsor of the uppy in the stash program but they have now um carried over into the you know chitty and beardo uh program as well so uh, we'd like to take a moment to pause to 
address our sponsors. Yep. Thank you, Idiotville. All right. So take a look at this right here. Can you see that? Star Wars Republic Commando. It is an original Xbox game, still sealed, never been opened. You should totally take that to GameStop and get like 50 cents for it. That one's pretty cool. This one is pretty cool. It's still also, sealed. Also still sealed. Goldeneye, sealed. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Now that Lord of the Rings sealed. one, the first one though, or is that the, is that the only one that they made? It was good. The other one. Wow. That was a good game. Wait, wait, wait. Here is... Here's the one. The one to rule them all? Yeah, that is a good game, but I'll tell you, they when they got to Halo... Man, was it Halo 3? Or was it Halo Reach? One of them. It was just... That game broke it. Broke the whole system. Like, right. I, it, the Halo series never... Like I, uh, until I started playing that with my buddies in high school, I never wanted an Xbox, and I always felt like on the outside because everybody else had an Xbox right. when we're, when Halo was big. But you know, it's a good game, good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that Halo game cool. is still still sealed. All of those games are still sealed. Let's just see what Halo Two sealed would cut would fetch. It's pretty high. It's pretty what? It's pretty high. I did. Oh, my gosh. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So, Beardo could sell that Halo 2 game for $1,000 on eBay. Yep. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. I keep it very out of reach of my children. Um, What would you do if your kids just one day? I would murder them to death. That's not true. I would you not murder my kids first. to death. <laughs> I'd be like, damn it, kids, you guys suck. That would be my reaction. Um, because, I mean, it's just a game. And to be honest, eh, I'm, I want to sell it anyways. So if anyone out there wants a Halo 2 still sealed for Xbox, 1000 bucks. It's all yours. You take um, 800 Right. The Star Wars Battlefront is also pretty expensive. And so is the Republic Commando. Just look at that real quick. But anything Star Wars. Oh, 200 bucks, yeah. You can get a probably a solid 100 bucks for it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wait. This also makes the Halo 2. Still has the orange do not sell before date on it. That's probably pretty cool. And that's, that's for really the Halo. Cool. That's for Halo 2? That's Halo, yeah. That might actually make yours wor- worth even more. To be honest, I think a thousand is pretty much the top of the market on that one. But still, I've never had a thousand dollar video game before. What's your favorite video game? So it says, so this one's getting because it's a first print. That that one that you're talking about, it's a solid eight hundred bucks. Yeah. So yeah, man. You should put that on on there on it on eBay. Mm-hmm. Get your money, right? Yeah. Do you have a favorite video game, Chitty? 
man. You know, I I loved Star Wars Battlefront, the newer one. I played the crap out of that one. Um, I used to be big on sports titles, but they've I've gone downhill with them. I really liked the. I know people didn't like it, but um, Force Unleashed that was just such mm-hmm. a fun. It's such a fun game to play. Um, there's too many to choose from, and I don't think I could choose any one. To be honest, I like I like games for several different reasons, but you know. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna pick a little wacky one. Um, there's a game that I have that I like to play with my kids. It's called Disney Infinity. It's a lot of fun. It's like you you have these little worlds and you can put little characters in them and play around and do different things. It's a lot of fun. Cool. So I like Disney Infinity, mostly because I can just play with my kids. Mm-hmm. It's very accessible for them. Yeah. It comes with little figurines that you have to put on a, a little station and mm-hmm. they show up in the game. It's really cool. And it's still entertaining for you. Yeah, it's super entertaining. You can build stuff and you can fight bad guys and you can do all cool. sorts of things. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. Well Are you ready to call it a night, dude? I think we might I think we might be there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's sign it off like Uppy. So thanks everyone for listening and we wish you all a great new year, a happy Hanukkah, and a rad of July. 4th of July. Yep. All right. See you guys.